Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. My brothers, my sisters, it is your man, the Duke, host of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. And I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to www.strictlyfortheculture.ca. Strictly for the Culture is one of the hottest brands in sports and entertainment today. Come on. You've seen the t-shirts. You've seen the hoodies on folks like Rodney Mack, the Reverend Ron Hunt, Jeremy Prophet, MLW World Champion Alex Kane, Mr. PWI 500, Jay Bougie, even your man, the Duke, and a lot of other podcasters and influencers. So I'll say it once again, www.strictlyfortheculture.ca. Do it for the love. Do it for the respect. Do it for the honor. But most of all, do it strictly for the culture. Brothers and sisters, it is a River City Wrestling Con takeover. Okay, first and foremost, Friday, January 19th, they are doing the River City Wrestling Con kickoff party. If you can't be there live, that's okay. You're going to get some information on how you can stream it from the comfort of your own home. In fact, Scott Johnson from News 4 Jacksonville, he's going to be joining us to talk all about that, including his Going Ringside podcast. But before we get to any of that good stuff there, our main man, Bobby Fish, kicks off the show. Check it out. Look at what we have here, folks! To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, this is Bobby Fish, and you are listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Brothers and sisters, River City Wrestling Con, it is this upcoming June, okay, June 8th and 9th, new venue, bigger venue, bigger deal. This is because of you. You've helped this entire brand grow, and because of that, they had to make sure they do it up nice for you. So it is going to be in St. Augustine, Florida, at the World Golf Village. Here to talk about that, plus the special press conference happening this Friday, is our brother. Our brother from another mother, legitimately one of my favorite people in all of pro wrestling, Bobby Fish. What's going on there, Fish? Ah, Duke, you are too kind, my friend. Too, too kind. And you might be in the minority there as... (laughs) Me favorite people in pro wrestling, but I appreciate the uh, I appreciate it. You you know what I what I appreciate most about you, uh, Bobby, is just the fact that every time we interact, it's effortless, right? There's there's no nonsense. It's always just we we talk about family, we talk about God, we talk about life, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's really. I don't feel like I'm talking to somebody who is a pro wrestler and that's it. I, I, I legitimately feel like I'm talking to somebody who is a friend from way back. You know what I mean? And, and, and yes, that sir. quality is, is, a, is a huge quality. How does it, are you able to connect with people on that level 
uh, normally, or or is there just something special about me here? What's going on here? <laughs> Duke, there's definitely something special about you. I mean, you got this thing, and uh, you are uh, just a, a sweetheart of a person. Um, it's interesting. We were chatting a little bit before we got on here. Um, I, that quality is what I find most um, redeeming in people, um, and I think that a lot of times you can see people's or or sense their their heart um, after only a few conversations. And I think that you're one of those guys who um, wants good for other people, um, but you're not gonna you know put up with the bullshit either. And that's um, that's appreciated because I think there's, you know, too much bullshit sometimes in, in the world. And, um, yeah, just, you know, have your boundaries. Don't let them be compromised and, and be who you are. And, uh, that's, I, I think an, an apt description of you. And I think that's why we get along. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because, um, being who I am, I, I'm, I'm going to take you back for a second, uh, Bobby. Mm-hmm. All the way back to when I was in high school, it must have been, I think it was actually junior year of high school. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm realizing that I'm starting to see a little thinning going on up top. So I'm like, all the way back then, I'm like, damn, my, my, my hair is getting a little thin. I'm starting to see the hairline slightly push back a little bit. Not Stephen A. Smith level, but it's, it's pushing mm-hmm. back a little bit. So mm-hmm. I, I did something drastic. Because I at that point, I was already able to grow goatee. So I shaved my head. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I shaved it all off because I wanted to see what my head looked like um, legitimately without the hair. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, people, you know, they, they didn't think anything of it. They was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, whatever. So sure, it, it gave me the confidence to understand and, 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 and know, okay, if I ever had to take this off, um, people are cool with it, man. And I'm cool with it. You know, it's, it's all right. Fast forward. To about, geez, maybe seven years ago, it was time to make that a regular thing, and I and I've been yeah. shaving my head consistently. I, I can still grow hair, um, and 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 mostly uh, mostly a, a full head of hair, but you know the, the hairline's thinned a little bit, so it yeah. looks a lot better when I shave it, and then it you know maybe a little five o'clock shadow up top or what have you. Uh, but I'm bald and beautiful, and I'm I'm proud of that. You have recently taken off that luxurious uh head of hair of yours and and you've come out looking about 10 years younger your own damn self with this with this uh new hairdo here so talk to me about this bobby what's up with shaving the head um i I had my head shaved many years ago um and i wasn't sure uh, i had been thinking about it for a while just because um i kind of liked it and i would see i think we're all influenced by things we see and and i saw um some you know different people and was like yeah, i kind of like that look and so i thought about it but i wasn't really ready to do it um and my wife who is duly licensed as a cosmetologist and a barber um, we had missed each other on a timing thing to get a haircut. And so she said, I, listen, I don't have time. You're going to have to do something yourself. You're going to take care of it. So, you know, the only haircut I know how to give myself is this one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the hair came off and it was enough of an excuse. Cause like I said, I was thinking about it. Um, and I do have my father's hairline. So my father's 
hairline never he was never bald but he receded so it you know they were retreating in the front and uh i've known that i had his hairline for a long time and and my father and i if you ever see a picture where i'm a spitting image of the man and uh so I, it was always something I had thought about, but um, I don't know. Finally, uh, it happened, and and now I I love it. I mean, I really do. I, I love it. I remember hearing Joe Rogan say he had wish, wished he had done it years ago, and like I'm similar to you. Like I can grow a head of hair back. It's a little thin, but it's not. I don't think you would. I don't think. Now I could be wrong, but I don't think you would look at me and think like, "Oh, that man's bald." If I grow it back, but. Um, you know, it just kind of does what it does. It's, it doesn't have, a, I don't have a lot of options up there. So yeah, I don't need it. Well, it looks sharp. Like I said, you, you, you took years off your life with that uh, in the opposite direction. Now you look younger. The internet says that I fought in the civil war. <laughs> well, you, you I, know, put over, I put over Lincoln. <laughs> you, you know, who started that rumor was Cornette. Yeah. All right. He he said that you came out of the womb looking as old as you as, as you looked there. So just just so you know, I did not know that Duke, but I always learn something when I come on your show. There I always numerous things. There it is. Speaking of learning something, mm-hmm. so you know it's it's January and and I you know New Year, New You. I'm, I'm into that sort of thing here. Um, yep. My my lady and I we've been doing a lot more walking and what have you, but I'm thinking of. Um, starting this this whole yoga thing mm-hmm. it's it's something that's been on my mind and I, i've done some mild yoga through the years or what have you just to try to keep the body somewhat flexible but there's something about this ddp yoga this ddpy that everyone who i've spoken to they've said that it it works and it's for guys who don't want to feel ridiculous but they do want to do something healthy um and and make a difference so I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I saw on your social media recently that you actually have started doing some instructing uh, with DDPY. Is that true? I have. Um, I've been uh, working closely with Hayden and Dallas a little bit um, on my own um, with DDP Yoga. And I've done been doing some classes, have some more um, scheduled. And, I, you know, it, it, it spawned from A... Dallas, um, much like yourself, is a sweetheart of a human being and has always been beyond generous, um, not only to me, but but to millions. Um, And I know that like the app was available to a ton of pro wrestlers, if not all of them. And I happened to be one of them. Um, And it was after my ACL surgery that I was kind of strapped up enough, like I wasn't very mobile, that I, I finally really started to take a dive into it because it started he had programs that would start in the bed and then progress to a chair and then you know so it just it fit my situation at the time and um what i was surprised with was the fact that my body felt so much better so i continued to do it and um you know that was a few years ago and i just i really i have not turned away since as far as my own participation in it. And I finally was like, okay, well, if this is something that I believe in, there's not a lot of things that, that you, you come across in your life that you're like, man, this is, there's, this is, um, you know, there's, there's no moonshine here. This is no bullshit. This is, this is for real. And 
the benefits that I've gleaned from DDPY um, are unquestionable. So yeah, it just I I, uh, I, I talked to Dallas, talked to Hayden, and uh, we're we're getting it rolling. And uh, man, I'm I'm so excited, so excited. Oh, it makes sense because and, and we talked about this uh, last time you were on the show, but you have a a a, a patience about you, and and you have a, a deep uh, sense of desire to want to help people learn something and progress and, and what have you there. Uh, dare I say, it, it seems to be more of a passion than actually personally competing. You know what I mean? Um, I, you know, I've, I've gone through different uh, times in my life where I've, I've felt one or the other a little bit more than, than one. Like I was a, a pop Warner football coach when I was in high school and into, into college a little bit. And I enjoyed that while I was still playing. Um, so yeah, I think I've always had that a little bit, you know, I, um, I've coached CrossFit in the past. Um, I've coached, uh, Muay Thai. I've coached different things, obviously pro wrestling now, like kind of doing the seminars and stuff. Um, I'm finding that I really, I enjoy that part of it. I, I can't say enough. And my, my wife, who is also, um, a teacher, she had warned me about this. She said, like, you're gonna, you're gonna say something and you're gonna see the light bulb go off and you're that moment because she teaches and, and she, you know, um, instructs and educates and, and, and that's, you know, something that she's experienced firsthand. So, um, I should have believed her cause she's <laughs> usually right. Um, and, uh, yeah, that those moments for me are so rewarding and I'm finding that when it comes to some of the seminars and whatnot that I've done that the, the pro wrestling knowledge that I have, um, it is valuable to other people. And now with the DDP yoga, um, that is able to help. You know, I, I led a class of, um, how do I put this politely? We call them at this uh, CrossFit gym. The, it's a legacy class, um, but just a little more, uh, we'll just say advanced age. And the people that I was able to put through the DDP yoga segment I did with them, the to see the light bulb go off for them on some of the hinge movements that are a big part of CrossFit and d different things with the squat and the, the way that they understood it and appreciated it. Um, man, you know, now I, I know why Dallas is so fueled and inspiring and motivated to, to do what it is that he does. Um, cause it does, it feels, it feels damn good. So in a, in a selfish way, you know, helping other people, um, kind of helps you. I love that. I love and, and that's my philosophy, uh, as well. So to see other people uh, believe in that and embody that it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So again, you, you know, whether it's pro wrestling, Muay, Muay Thai, uh, DDP yoga, you're somebody who can help the complete person get a great workout in and hopefully, you know, turn back the clock for themselves a little bit, you know, to extend their lives uh, in a way. So that's, that's pretty cool, man. And, and it's, it doesn't surprise me that you're like that because this is one of the main reasons why river city wrestling con absolutely had to have you back. And in fact, you're going to be part of the big press conference on Friday, right? 
I am. Yes, I will be there uh, Friday in St. Augustine. Um, and I, I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I know that uh, Teddy Long will be along on the occasion. Uh, Loki, um, John Davis. I mean, these are guys that I, I go way back with. I've, I've, we kind of came up um, not together, but around similar times. You're always crossing paths with these guys. I've, I've traded blows with both men. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited about being there in St. Augustine to, uh, to, and you know, Nick, he's fantastic. And he's, he's the kind of promoter like you want to work for. I don't even like calling him a promoter because pr- promoter has a bit of a dirty connotation. Right. Um, and he's anything, but, you know, I, I've had faith conversations with Nick. Um, you know, I'm a Christian and, um, yeah, we, we've talked about God and we've, and I don't, I don't do that with a lot of promoters, you know? So I, I, I am thrilled to be, uh, to be heading to this press conference. It is going to be a thrilling press conference, folks. Okay. In fact, they're going to be announcing the 2024 uh, headliner in addition to meet and greet with Bobby Fish, Teddy Long, so many other great people, John Davis, you name it there. Uh, giveaways, including tickets to the River City Wrestling Con. It's going to be food. We got more information coming up later on in this episode, folks. Uh, going Ringside Podcast going to give you information on how you can watch the stream live as it's happening. So if you can't make it out there uh, and you got to be at home, you can at least see all the festivities and and find out what to expect at this year's River City Wrestling Con. So it's going to be a big deal coming up Friday the 19th. Listen, Bobby Fish, you are a, a gentleman. You are someone that uh, I appreciate very, very much. I, I just, again, I always enjoy our conversations because it's good stuff, man, and you're a good dude. So I wish you nothing but success. I know you're going to be beating some people up out there, but again, even better, training the next generation of wrestlers, Muay Thai fighters, uh, yoga or yogis out there, you name it. That's what's in the, in the cards there. So again, the professor himself, Bobby Fish, thank you for once again joining Duke Loves Wrestling. Yeah, thank you, Duke. Um, I do. I, w- I would like to mention that there will be trivia at this press conference as well. So y'all need to need to study. And then the other thing I want to point out is the press conference is it's free and the meet and greet is free. How many things can you say that about in uh, in this world today? Not a lot. So there's no excuses. You need to be there. If you can't be there live, watch it. Um, and then the WrestleCon itself in June. Um, make sure you uh, you get yourself there as well. That's right. Before we let you go, if anyone wants to have Bobby Fish come out, help with some training or what have you, uh, what's the best way that they can reach you? You know, I'm on all the socials. I'm on, uh, you know, Twitter Messenger is probably an easy way to get a hold of me. Um, Instagram is another easy way, uh, Messenger, to get a hold of me. If you are interested in booking me for a seminar, meet and greet, for some actual wrestling, for Muay Thai, for yoga, uh, go to bobbyfishbookings7 at gmail.com. Let's talk hydration. 
See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth, dizzy spells, fainting, it's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12. Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy, for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh. You can enjoy this stuff, man. But don't take my word for it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling so you get 20% off your entire order. I mean, anything that you order on liquidiv.com. So, what are you waiting for? It's time for you to shop better hydration today. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling over at liquidiv.com. Save yourself 20%. Stay hydrated. Most importantly, enjoy life. That's right. Now, let's get on with the show. It is La Princesa Tiffany Nieves. I am the OVW Women's Champion, the Mission Pro Women's Champion, and most likely your favorite promotional next future women's champion. And you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Hey, this is Scott Johnson, host of the Going Ringside podcast. We are a podcast that focuses totally on wrestling. We're also on YouTube. And if you don't know who we are, we're based out of a TV station in Jacksonville, Florida. And I think we may be the only TV station in America that has actually doing a show on professional wrestling. Release it every Wednesday, a new episode of Going Ringside. We just started in 2023. We're planning to grow consistently through 2024 we hope you'll check us out well scott my brother welcome to duke loves wrestling and this is pretty crazy here am i reading this right in your uh bio you're a six time emmy award winner it is but none of the awards have anything to do with pro wrestling i will say that <laughs> well it's, listen we got to change that scott what are you doing yeah, to us here i'm trying i try <laughs> i am i am in the process of trying that yeah, I've been doing journalism in various respects up in the Northwest and then down here in Florida since the late 90s. Um, and it's all I do uh, until I started this podcast last year, which has been an extra thing on my plate, which I'm loving. Um, but yeah, I've been doing journalism in every respect for more than 25 years now. And everything you can imagine and every single day. It's not like I'm a guy who does a story, you know, once every, you know, week or something. I'm literally knocking on a killer's door today and then tomorrow I'm interviewing the governor. And it has been this way every week of my life since the late 1990s. This has been my life um, being a journalist and a news anchor in television. 
Um, it's been all TV news. Um, and it has just been, it's been a fun ride. Um, I've been a part of a lot of stuff. Um, as we did, you mentioned the Emmys. The most recent one was for a story I did on a, a young boy named Emmett Till, who was the foundation of the United States Civil Rights Movement. He was a 14-year-old killed in 1955 uh, by some white men in Mississippi, and they were let off the hook. And Martin Luther King and um, and other civil rights leaders in the 1950s and 60s started the Civil Rights Movement based on his death. Um, and we won an Emmy Award for that. It was announced last month. Um, and done a lot of stuff, you know, interviewed presidents, governors, space shuttle launches, countless high profile murders. And I literally mean countless. I couldn't count the ones in the last year, let alone 25 years. So just a lot of variety of things and a lot of sports too. That's about as close as I've come to wrestling up until I started this show about a year ago. Um, I've done a few wrestling, you know, stories here and there, like if it's in my city, just like a fluff piece, but a lot of NFL stories, college football championships, little NBA, little baseball over the years. Um, but this wrestling thing, because I've been a longtime fan um, since 1982, I'm an old school guy, um, has been just uh, exciting for me. But yeah, wrestling is definitely its own world. I'm finding out much different than the news world. Uh, the few times over the years when I would do stories for the news about wrestling, it just it just didn't connect. People were confused. It, I, wrestling is its own audience. It is its own subculture. Um, and, and trying to balance the news and, and wrestling world is just two different worlds, I'm finding out. Well, I'm glad you gave me that background because it's it's important for the audience to really have a grasp of who we're talking to here. Because, you know, somebody from, from your background with your credentials generally are, are not choosing to be a part of the pro wrestling world. It's one thing to be a fan. It's another thing to legitimately, you're making this part of and, your job. And I'll say, I honestly can't believe, I'm, frankly can't believe I'm doing this. So the TV news industry, as anyone can tell you, is dramatically changing. And and anyone in the business will tell you, we don't know how much longer we do it. Because, you know, in 1985, you had three channels. In 2000, you had 500 channels. And that's an outdated model. I mean, the vast majority of news watchers consume their content through their phone now. The only time you're sitting and watching the news is if you go to grandma and grandpa's house or you're sitting in an airport. So fortunately, my company, which is great forward thinking company, Graham Media, um, recognizes this and recognizes we need to start branching out into other territories. And one of the things uh, we started talking about uh, about a year and a half ago was podcasting. And, you know, we're scrambling for the normal podcasting thing in the news world, you know, politics, um, crime, things of that nature, things that I would be very comfortable doing. But someone casually makes a joke because they knew I was a wrestling fan. I would talk about it and stuff. Um, and they're like, well, Scott could do one on wrestling. And I laughed at it and I thought, oh, that's a funny joke. Three hours later, my boss is calling me and saying, we love this wrestling show idea. And I'm like, really? Like, you want me to do a show about wrestling? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And I don't know that I could do it in any other market in America. I don't know that I can do it in a Minneapolis or Phoenix or um, Dallas, but, and this is a big but, coincidentally, 
right across the river from my studio, 10-minute drive away is All Elite Wrestling Headquarters, AEW, where the owner, Tony Khan, who is also the son of the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, started AEW at a place called Daly's Place in Everbank Field. They, They own two properties. They own the Jacksonville Jaguars and they own AEW. And AEW started five years ago in Jacksonville. And because I've learned in the news world, I mean, you have a few closet wrestling fans that work with you, but the vast majority of people don't understand it. News is just totally separate from wrestling. So they didn't totally understand what it was, but we were kind of doing a disservice to our community because we have this major national promotion in our city happening. And a way to cover it, to give it the the attention and the service it deserves for our community was say, hey, how about we do this wrestling show? Now, that being said, I don't want anyone to think who's listening to this who might want to check out our show. This is an AEW show. We are not. Um, I cover all wrestling from old school NWA to WWE to AEW. Now, AEW I've covered a lot. For instance, uh, four days ago, or five days ago, I had AEW Tony Khan on for an exclusive long-form interview with me. So I have done a lot of AEW stuff, but being that we're literally, it's in our city. In fact, during the pandemic, everything shut down. And this is a, this gets in my cross, so to speak. There were no pro sports going on in the world at all. It all shut down. There's no NBA. I think NFL was maybe thinking about a college football, starting to think about WWE starts having events with large Zoom monitors and UFC hadn't even started yet. But All Elite Wrestling decided to utilize this place called Daly's Place in Jacksonville, which is attached to our football stadium. It's a venue where they literally shot their show last night. They had a homecoming last night. Well, when everything went into lockdown during the pandemic, AEW started doing matches in Daly's Place. And before anyone else on the planet brought back fans because, and I don't want to go down to the the debate over COVID, but Jacksonville is about as open an area as you got with respect to COVID restrictions. Um, AEW brought back fans into Daly's Place. They were socially distanced. I just talked to Tony Khan about this. He said they had no infections, but they would be on television. And it drove me crazy. About six to eight months after this, I don't remember the exact time, Dana White brought UFC to Jacksonville because they knew it was a good city. And there was all this um, fanfare and and debate and hubbub about, oh, my God, UFC is going to have a crowd for the first time. We've never seen a sporting event. And I'm just like to all these people in news, I'm like, yes, we have AEW is across the river every week doing a live wrestling show. But because it's pro wrestling, no one was paying attention to it. But AEW was at the forefront of this. Either way, long story short, getting back to my original point. So I'm working at the biggest news TV station in this section of Florida and South Georgia. And, you know, we have this major thing going on in our city on national television, on TNT every week with guys like Jim Ross and Taz and Tony Schiavone and Chris Jericho doing the show. No one really understands what it was. Now, while I do say my bosses don't totally know the wrestling thing, I mean, they know what it is but they recognize this is something happening in our area and we need to do justice to it. So I started going ringside 
once again, I say it is not an AEW podcast, but it does give us a chance to explore this world. And when, like an AEW, which was in Jacksonville last night, I can bring in some of the biggest stars in the world. We had Tony Khan. We had Eddie Kingston on, which is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. I had Swerve Strickland on with me in studio a few weeks ago. So we're starting to do justice to this this form of entertainment that millions of people watch, not only uh, in Florida, but around the country and around the world, we're doing justice to it now. And I am, I'm loving it. And I'm learning this new venture of podcasting. And, and I can't believe how much success I've had in the last nine months or 10 months since I started it. I mean, we've had the three that I just mentioned. We had some old interviews with Becky Lynch. I'm like, well, let's get Let's use that. We'll have Becky Lynch on the show. We've had some of the legends. Um, we've had Arn Anderson, Scott Steiner, Ron Simmons. Uh, in a few weeks, I have a guy that I'm very excited to have on the show. Haku um, is uh, cons- he, was, he was Ming in WCW. He's considered maybe the toughest man ever in pro wrestling, and he's going to be coming on the show. So I'm very excited about that one coming up. But it's just been this all new world. I've spent nine months kind of living two lives, you know, doing my news thing is my day job. And then, you know, getting into the wrestling as much as I can. So it has just been an interesting thing. And I, 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 God bless my management for realizing what we had in our city and realizing this, this is a national thing and we can bring a national product of viewers and listeners through going ringside. And that's what we've started to do. I love that. I love that. Cause once again, you are a six-time Emmy Award winner. So so in, in wrestling terms, you are the six-time and current <laughs> yeah. reigning, defending, yep. undisputed champion well, in that, your field. It's funny that you mention that. There's only one other guy that I know of in this field that's got Emmys. And I saw him, and, and God bless me, does a great job. But I, you know, I look at it from a wrestling end. I'm like, I want to take that guy down. And I guess I'll name his name, Chris Van Vliet, um, who does his thing out of Los Angeles. He does a tremendous job and had top stars on it. And and I saw his bio owner. He said he's got four Emmys. I'm like, well, I've got more than that. So I'll declare myself champion for for better terms and purposes. You hear that, Chris Van Vliet? Huh? With the dippity yeah. do in your hair and, the, and those <laughs> golden boy looks? Huh? Scott just I- took over, Jack. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to. I mean, as Kurt Angle would say, where are your gold medals? Where are your Emmys? You know, I'll throw I'll throw a little Kurt Angle line out for that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I love that. It's it's cool because, you know, just listening to you describe everything, you know, even with the whole AEW and the fact that you have literally one of the richest people in the country and really in the world yeah. in uh, Shad Khan. The yeah. fact that very few people were paying attention to the fact that he has this this wrestling promotion and it's a it's a money making operation it generates tax revenue in the area this yeah. is a story and th- and it's going to continue to produce stories so you yeah. were perceptive enough and and this is why you you're the champion over this why the Emmy winner you understood hey we should pay attention to what's going on there and 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 keep an eye on this and it's and, funny, I, I started to notice other news stations. We've had other news stations contact us. Like, we're trying to do this wrestling thing, but they don't totally get it. Because one thing that makes me singularly unique 
is I'm literally been a diehard fan of this for like 40 years. Like it's not, you know, I started watching, you know, a couple of years ago or I'm a kid in my 20s. I'm, I'm don't want to date myself, but I'm 47. You know, I started watching before Hulk Hogan became nationally famous. So I understand more than, you know, AEW started five years ago. That's not where my knowledge base started. My knowledge base started, you know, when I was watching the territories growing up and then Hulk Hogan took over and, and I started watching WWF and Ric Flair and WCW, whatever I could get my eyes on. So I'm able to extemporaneously talk on all these subjects. And when I'm, when I go to, which I think we're going to talk about River City Wrestling Con, and I am there with all my childhood heroes. I mean, I see Kevin Sullivan, Jake the Snake Roberts, um, Ted DiBiase, and and the Dudley boy, and Devon Dudley. I'm just like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, they're actually, you know, I, it is a hard job to go out and, you know, knock on killers doors for my main job going up and interviewing these star wrestlers and my, my bosses are like, Scott, is this too much work for you? I'm like, no, just give me more. I, I'm loving this. I can't believe I'm actually doing this as part of my job now going and interview these wrestling stars. I mean, I'm in the process and I don't know if I'll be successful of trying to get Hulk Hogan on the show. And I'm thinking to myself, I could talk to Hulk Hogan. This is like the coolest. I'm, I'm fanboying, geeking out, whatever term you use. That's what I'm in that. That's what I'm going through right now. I love that. I love that. And, and you just brought it up. River City Wrestling Con. So here we go again. Yes. We have this, this local business that is yep. able to attract not only the biggest stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow to actually be there available for yep. fans, but you, you got fans from all over the world who are attending this event. And again, the tax revenue. This is this is an important story. We're growing something here with something like that. You've kept an eye on it. You've covered it. Talk to me about the River City Wrestling Con and, and specifically what's the story that you see with this event? Well, it's a tremendous event. Let me back up. So before I got into the wrestling world, every once in a blue moon, a wrestling story would pop up and they would say, Scott, do you want to go cover this? And, you know, I'd be excited and I'd go cover it. And, and one of the primary ones was the, they had this wrestling con thing. Now, keep in mind, at this point, I'm not doing this. I'm just a casual fan, not really into the world. I, you know, I watch it. I I'm, you know, I'm watching it on YouTube or the weekly shows or whatever. But they had this River City Wrestling Con. And I'm like, oh, that seems exciting. Then I start, and this is, oh, probably four years ago or so. And I start looking at the list and I start seeing the NWO is going to be there. Teddy Long's going to be there. Arn Anderson. I'm like, oh, my God, these are like A-list guys. Um, once again, I ran, and which I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I run into the whole thing of telling my news operation, you know, these are big stars to many of our viewers. I go cover it, and this is well before I do the podcast, years before I do the podcast, and I got to go interview Kevin Nash and Arn, um, Jimmy Hart, and a few others. I want to say Vicky Guerrero and stuff, and I'm just, as I said, a kid, a kid in a candy store loving this. Fast forward a few years, we start this this wrestling show idea because of AEW, and River City Wrestling Con has been a godsend for me. As you said, they bring in the biggest talent ever. I mean, I, I mean, just going off last year, 
This was in Jacksonville, and we're going to talk about a change of venue in a moment. But last year, we're there, and we've got all these guys, as I said, uh, DiBiase, Steiner, Bobby Fish, Britt Baker, Rob Van Dam, Kurt Angle, uh, all these just tremendous stars. I hosted a panel discussion there with the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, Dan the Beast Severn, one of the top UFC fighters of all time, who was also in the WWF, and Butterbean. And I, I'm just sitting there in the middle of this as a journalist who's not accustomed to this world, just thinking, oh my God, is this really happening to me? This is like the coolest thing ever. So it's just a tremendous star power that they bring into North Florida for this. I mean, ridiculously good, like top level stars. Um, and this year, um, I've been talking to the motor Nick Pate about it. He's like, Scott, I want to get us a better venue. It, it was historically at our, our fairgrounds in downtown Jacksonville, which are aging, to be blunt. They are aging. So this year, they found a new venue just to the south of us in St. John's County, which if you're not from the area, is still greater Jacksonville, but it's just, you know, kind of the, the next county over at World Golf Village. Um and it is a tremendously beautiful, gorgeous venue. A lot of high-profile things go on there. And so it's a new, it's a nicer venue than they've had in years past. So it's an upgrade. So it was already a tremendously wonderful event. And then now this year, it is going to be that much better in, in the just gorgeous World Golf Village. And they are going to have big stars. And it's funny He's mentioning the stars he already has, and then he says even bigger stars we're going to be announcing on a live episode of Going Ringside this Friday, January 19th, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, there is going to be, well, let me li- name the list of the four that I know that have been released so far. Al Snow, Sean Waltman, who you knew as X-Pac or Six in WWF and WCW, he's part of D-Generation X. Um, you have Lita, one of the most over female wrestlers of all time. And Mick Foley, in my opinion, one of the top 10 to top 15 wrestlers in history. Um, And that's not it. Those aren't even what I've been described to, and I'm going to be there to make the announcement, and they haven't not given me the names as a big secret. Those aren't even the biggest names coming this year. And I'm like, are you kidding me? The four names you've already released are ridiculously huge, historic names in pro wrestling. And there's going to be even bigger names they're announcing live on January 19th at 7 p.m. So we could not be more excited about it. It's going to be a huge event at World Golf Village in St. John's County, Florida. And St. John's County, if you don't know, is just about 20 to 30 minute drive south of downtown Jacksonville. So it's not that far away. It's just in the area. It's just a much nicer venue, great parking, uh, very spacious. And we're going to be doing that announcement um, next Friday. And I'm excited that one of the guys who will be there live for our announcement on the live episode of Going Ringside will be Teddy Long. And I couldn't be more excited about the the Godfather himself. Uh, he was also the Godfather, separate from the WWF Godfather and uh, the former general manager of SmackDown. So he'll be joining us on that too. Well, and who knows? He might tell you that you're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. So you better watch yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Funny you mentioned, that's another one I've got. Undertaker's wife, and that's not an area I've got to want to get down the road, is from our area. I've got to get in touch with them. I would love to have his wife and and Taker on. That would be tremendous. But yeah, we're going to have a, we're going to have uh, Teddy Long on with us. So uh, yeah, that'll be exciting too. 
That's awesome. That's all. And once again, folks, rivercitywrestlingcon.com. You you don't want to wait. You want to grab your tickets. This is going to be the the biggest and really the best River City Wrestling Con of all time. I mean, they really have pulled out all the stops this year. Bigger venue, better venue, state of the art, uh, huge guests, and just so many different things going on. I, I know I'm, I'm a little privy to the the wrestling card that's going to be happening. You're going to see some of the the bright stars of uh, yesterday and today wrestling at the event as well. So it's going to be huge there. And, and Scott, I know and you're I will, going to be there live, right? I will. Yeah, let me throw in this because this is important. We're turning their news conference into a live episode of Going Ringside. Probably the best way for you to see it live is just go to YouTube and type in Going Ringside. Uh, now we have all my episodes there, but we're going to start streaming live on YouTube. If you search going ringside at 7 PM. So just go to YouTube, search going ringside. Our live stream should start right at 7 PM and you can watch, uh, you know, kind of the card, get a feel for what's going to be at river city wrestling con. And we will do the major announcement of the big guests. Once again, that's Friday, 7 PM, go to YouTube and search Going Ringside. If you want to look at Going Ringside now, you can see all our past episodes, but that kind of gave you a feel for our our, um, our playlist there. Um, it's a fill, It's my it's my TV stations page, so you might see some other stuff, but if you search Going Ringside, all our episodes will be there, and our live stream will be on live next uh, Friday night, January 19th at 7 p.m. You can get everything as it happens in real time. And then if you're, of course, able to be with us, come down to World Golf Village if you're listening to this from North Florida. We'll have a fun time out there, too. You know, Scott, you are a true gentleman and you are a compliment to the entire, you know, wrestling fandom industry, wrestling media. You're just you're a great guy. And I hope that people continue to support you. And I, and I want to put a tease out there. This is my uh, shoot for the moon tease. It may happen in 2024. It may not. But I am still trying. I am in touch and I am trying to be the only interviewer in America, in the wrestling world, to bring Donald Trump on his show. Because I want to be the only interviewer in America who talks to Donald Trump about pro wrestling. Because Donald Trump has had a 35-year history in pro wrestling. From WrestleMania's 4 and 5 to WrestleMania in 2007 when he beat up Vince McMahon, took a stone-cold stunner and shaved Vince's head, to being inducted into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Um, and it goes beyond that, you know, all his time in boxing. And now he's doing a lot of stuff with the UFC right now. This will not be a political interview. The Trump campaign is aware of my interest. I have been in touch for several months. I, I can't say if it will happen. Obviously, he's extremely busy. I can say, because I mentioned the name Donald Trump and you think politics, this will be the only interview in America where we do not talk politics. It will be a wrestling UFC only interview. If we're able to pull it off, I don't know if it will happen. I'm still working on it. I've not been told no, but have been in touch. And I am trying desperately to be the only interviewer in America to talk to the former president about his time in professional wrestling. If that does happen in 2024, I will shout it to the rooftops. We won't be hard to find. But I wanted to put that tease out there that we're in touch and we're still trying to make that happen. As always, folks, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone.
This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.